play clock winding down. Burrow, pump fake, looks. Burrow flips it over the middle. Wide open. Caught at the 10. Jamar Chase takes it in. Touchdown. Cincinnati. The Bengals strike first with a bang. 28 yards. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Ian Eagle with the call there on the latest chapter and highlights coming back from break on games that Nick and Ken lost money on. Yeah. That would be the uh, the Bills laying it against the Bengals in the divisional rounds of the playoffs. With a bang. And, oh, this, yeah. with a, and actually, I would, a thud. some would say with a whimper. Yes. For our bets Whoa. with the uh, with the Bengals and the Bills. We will talk about the Bengals and the Browns with Joe Burrow set to start the line movement there. We'll also talk Cardinals, Commanders, Packers, Bears, Rams, Seahawks, Cowboys, and Giants all over the course of this segment. But we want to remind everybody first, BetQL Network Football Sundays are back coming up this Sunday. We are blessing you with 14 hours of live coverage presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, starting every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time. We've got BetMGM game day. We've got Ken and myself from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on You Better You Bet's countdown to kickoff. Plus, live betting and post-game breakdowns on inside the betting lines from two separate locations, Washington, D.C. and Las Vegas, Nevada. Listen wherever you go on the Odyssey app and interact with our hosts, including me and Ken, anytime on twitch.tv backslash betql. I can't promise I'll interact with you, but you can you can yeah, try. You can try. You can try. Give it a shot. All right, Jake, let's bring uh, the It Move music back up here, and Ken, let's get into the rest of the games in week number one. Bengals, Browns, Cleveland, Burrow set to start. Where are we at? Yeah, I think uh, the market had kind of anticipated, right, that Joe Burrow was going to play in this game. So when that news comes out, obviously it's really significant that he's going to play, except that the betting market basically had, there was no response whatsoever because it was already kind of being lined like he was going to play in the game anyway. Uh, Bengals are two and a half in the game. They've been two and a half for about a week now. This was kind of like two and one and a half and one when Burrow got injured. And uh, and now we're kind of back to two and a half again. I think the only question here is, obviously we know he's playing, but when we get into Sunday, is this a, a spread that goes to three at some point now uh, some of the two and a halfs are juice minus 120 it's worth noting so not a lot of spread movement uh, I think a classic case where there's a new story that the market was kind of already thinking was going to happen so when it's announced there isn't a lot of movement what do you think we see come Sunday I think we're going to stay two and a half I think you would just get immediate people that would want to bet Cleveland at three if it went to three I'd want I'd want to bet Cleveland at three if it went to three um, so I think two and a half is probably at the right number in the game. I have to decide if I want to like step in and bet Cincinnati now before it goes before it goes up to uh to three um can we also know that Josh Dobbs is going to start on Sunday mm. for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, it's just like, wow, that's a thing that's actually happening on the road at the Commanders. Any movement with the Cardinals and the Commanders since we last talked on Tuesday? Well, we talked about this, like, if it's Dobbs, what, what do we think the number is in the game? And if it's uh, if it's Clayton Toon, what do we think the number is in the game? 17? What do we think the number is if it's Clayton Toon, a rookie, obviously, starting in that game? Uh, with Dobbs starting... No response in the market. Uh, really, I, I, honestly, a similar situation to what we just talked about with Joe Burrow. Okay, Dobbs is going to start. Market was seven. Washington by seven. That's kind of where we are, too. It's the same thing. So uh, no movement. And I think this is going to where, where we're just going to end up staying the entire time. Not really a lot of news left to be announced in this game. Terry McLaurin seems like he's going to play, too. That was announced. Uh, Chase Young, I, don't, I haven't seen any update on him, but not something that would move the point spread. All right, let's move to another game that's got injury information in it right now, and that is the Packers and the Bears from Soldier Field. So on Wednesday, like Ken and I are flying to Las Vegas, and I land, and I like immediately go on Twitter to be like, because I'm sick. And also, I love this stuff. Like, mm. hey, like, what's happened injury-wise here? Injury reports are out for, uh, for all the games on Sunday. And I see uh, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs both don't practice yeah. for the Green Bay Packers. Obviously, that that's bad if you like Green Bay in the game. 
which I did at least. Now, today on Thursday, a little bit of good news for Green Bay. Romeo Dobbs returns to practice with his hamstring issue. Christian Watson does not. So Watson has not practiced yet this week. Still have time for this hamstring to recover. Well, the Friday injury report will tell us a lot more. So it's not that Watson's like definitely out, just that this is not trending in a great direction right now. Obviously, besides for Jordan Love, he's the most important player on this offense. People could say Aaron Jones. Also, like A.J. Dillon can play if Aaron Jones can't in their running backs. Watson's the most important non-quarterback on this offense. Ken, have we seen any movement here with the Bears uh, favorite at home against Green Bay? This is a, a really messy market because we're we're around like the, you know the number one really with the Bears favored by about one or one and a half. Uh, except that in the last I don't know twelve hours now it's Packers by one, Bears by one, Bears by one and a half. We're still around like kind of a pick type number, and I, I think the question is going to be if we get. I think there's probably still some optimism that those two Packers receivers are going to play. If we get to Sunday and they're both out. Like, what happens to the market for this game? I do think Dobbs is going to play based on him practice, unless he it has a seems setback. seems likely, yeah. yeah. So, I, okay, he plays. But, like, Christian Watson doesn't play. Basically, if Christian Watson doesn't play, is that enough to get this to Bears two and a half or something? Like, we'll never get it to three. Uh, like, that would be too big of a move for I a, think, a non-quarterback. I, I think it almost should go to three. If it's just no Watson, Dobbs plays I, no Watson, I think, Bears three? I think he's that important to their offense. Okay. Well, that's, I mean... Then do you do you want to bet the Bears right now? You can find Bears plus one in a couple places. I uh, I really want Christian Watson to play. Yeah. So, 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 what so, is so your no. what do you have a Packers bet like a number in this game? Uh, yeah. I don't know what I have, but yes, okay. I have it some from the small summer. number, yes. some sub three number, yes. right? Uh, yeah. Also, this game is for people that care about such things. This game is out of teaser range now in most places because it's just sitting one everywhere. So for people that like to do one and a half, seven and a half or two and a half, eight and a half, those kind of six point teasers, uh, this game does not qualify for that anymore either. Yeah, we'll see. Could, could definitely feels like a game where on Sunday we'll have a lot of line movement to report. Uh, if Christian Watson does not play on Sunday and the number is Bears under three favored by less than three, will you do anything? I don't think so. I think I've been pretty lukewarm on betting this game recently. The more I've thought about it, I really want the Packers to go over their win total. I really want the Bears to go under their win total, and they happen to be playing. Um, so I'll have a lot to root for anyway. But in terms of like this specific game, if the Packers are going to come and hurt, uh, no strong opinion. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday live from Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, a BetMGM property. BetMGM, our sponsor, the king of sportsbooks. Um I think uh, you and I are pretty surprised by a lack of line movement, Ken, in this next game. And maybe we'll spend a little bit of time on this here because I think we're both pretty surprised by this. And I don't think it makes sense. And I guess we'll find out on Sunday why or why not that's the case. Ken, what can you tell us now about the Seahawks and the Rams in Seattle? We know that Cooper Cup is out for a minimum of this game. Sean McVay saying maybe IR. I'm not reporting anything, but there are rumblings behind the scenes that this is like something potentially bad for Cooper Cup, maybe even playing this entire season. I'm not saying he's out for the year. He could come back in week two. Just that, like, there, there is some speculation that that could be the case. At the very least, Ken, he won't be playing on Sunday for the L.A. Rams. This is the one market in week one that uh, I just I really don't understand what's happening. Every other game, we talk about, like, oh, the line moved to this, the line moved to this. Okay, I can attach that to a piece of injury news. Uh, I guess Houston 10 to 9.5 is a little interesting and something that I couldn't have seen coming. Um, but, like, most of the other line moves, it's like you just attach them to injury news. It's, like, pretty easy to, to see why everything's moving the way it's moving. And and yet we have this game, which has been like five, five and a half, six, the entire offseason. And now we know Cooper Cup's not playing. And the market for this game is basically unchanged. The Seahawks are five and a half point favorites everywhere. 
Uh, that has not moved at all, even despite the fact the Cooper Cup was declared out. Still five and a half, which I think is just insane. But I mean, I obviously, I, I guess I'm wrong because like nobody seems to agree with me. Um, I have like a ton of Seattle money line from when he was first declared or uh, when he was going to go see the specialist rather in Minnesota. It's like, well, that doesn't sound good. He's probably not playing in the game. I'll just bet all this Seattle money line, except it hasn't aged really well. And I bet a bunch of Seattle five and that hasn't aged really well. I got a half point of CLB so far. I, if Cooper Cup's, well, we know he's not going to play. With him not playing, Stafford didn't play the entire preseason. He's going to play on the road at Seattle with, like, no receivers. And this is going to go great. Like, this is going to be a really competitive game. It just seems so unlikely to me. Um, as you said earlier, can't wait to see how we're wrong. Because apparently nobody else that's betting into the market feels the way we do. I really like Seattle in this game. So, again, and, and, like, this is not to say that, like, Seattle is a lock. They're definitely going to win. They're definitely going to cover. But think about it like this, right? And this is, I know Ken knows this for our listeners right. and viewers. This entire offseason, this line has kind of been hovering like six or five and a half, right? Like one of the two numbers. And that was operating under the assumption that Cooper Cup was going to play in the game. And Cup is obviously the most important offensive player on the Rams, not named Matthew Stafford. Yeah. And now we're one sitting. offensive player of the year. And, yeah. and now we're sitting a couple days out from the game. Cooper Cup is not playing. And the number's just the same. Like what? Yeah. Yeah, what? I, I, I don't know. I wish I had. I wish I could tell you why it's moving the way it's moving or why, what why, would, why uh, nothing is moving. What would Stone Cold Steve Austin say about, about the uh, lack of line movement here? I don't, I don't know. What? what? Is, Stone, is that what was Cooper that Cup thing? out? What? Was that his thing? It was one of them. It was I, a great shtick, actually, and that's why people chant what during promos now. Like, wait, is that really why they that do is? that? I always wondered why they did well, that. Well, Austin, I don't even know how it's – it was when he was heel and then, like, it turned him face again. Like, okay. I was at – I was at – uh raw before the royal rumble one year at the garden and he did he was like and i'm gonna throw out triple h what and i'm gonna throw out the rock what and, and i'm gonna throw out the undertaker and okay. he just kept going through names in the crowd we were, adding what we yeah. were like in a froth like just yelling what and he's like and afterwards i'm gonna have a nice cold beer what and then i'm gonna have a whiskey what it was it was great anyway. i did, i never knew where the what came from there yeah and i yeah that's amazing uh apparently cooper cup 316 says we're we're gonna lose our bet on yeah. seattle uh okay Last one here. I, I do think that that'll go to six, but again, what the hell do I yeah, know? I thought uh, I would have gone to six already. Cowboys and the Giants on mm. Sunday Night Football. So we do have an updated piece of injury news. The stuff comes in fast and furious at the time we're on the air during football season. This is what happens, right? So we knew um, a couple days ago that Tyler Smith, Cowboys left guard, last year played left tackle as a rookie when Tyron Smith went down, hamstring injury. He doesn't practice today. Tyron Smith, Dallas's longtime stud left tackle, like I, maybe a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, ankle injury limited on the practice report today. That doesn't sound good for an aging offensive lineman. So when you take those two injuries into account against that Giants defensive front, which could be really good this year, Ken, do we have anything going on with the points spread of the Cowboys and the Giants on Sunday Night Football? This point spread has been really between three and three and a half Dallas favorite in the game, obviously on the road uh, for the entire offseason and recently went back to three. We're still just between three and three and a half. So I agree with you. Like those are very interesting pieces of injury news. They have not really been like bet into the market or priced into the market yet. Maybe that's something that happens as we get closer to the game, but looking like basically between three and three and a half for Dallas. And, uh, and we'll see on Sunday if we end up getting kind of bad news for the Cowboys offensive line, what happens to that market. If both of those players are out, I, how can the number like not be? Because like the, like Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Ojolari. It's the strength of the Giants. Like Kayvon Thibodeau, like they could wreck this game. And yeah. I, I'm a Giants fan, so yeah. maybe I'd like to see that happen. Um, Ken, is there any other game that you think is interesting right now, whether it's at line movement or not in week number one? 
Yeah, just I'm really curious. A game we haven't talked about yet. I just I wonder where we're going here. I don't know where Eagles Patriots is going to end up closing. It feels like there's kind of like two way action, like that. You know, every time the Patriots get bet down, the Eagles get back up to four or four and a half, and the Patriots get bet bet back down again. I guess it's just a game where people have really strong opinions. It's probably one of the games where I have like the least idea. Okay, it's like Sunday. It's right before the game starts. Like, what is the closing point spread going to be of the game? I mean, it's like, is it more likely to be like three, three and a half or four, four and a half or more? Uh, it's it's a game that I've probably been the most confused by line movement wise. The current market is basically about Eagles minus four, but there are some three and a halves. Hour one done. Hour two for you coming up on the other side. And in hour number two, we're going to talk some college football. Santa Locky has thoughts on the Heisman Trophy. I got narrative bets for you, starting with Colorado and Nebraska. Can't wait for that. But we have two great guests as well coming up in hour number two. Adam Chernoff, our good friend, stops by at 4.20 p.m. Eastern time. But we will kick off hour number two on the other side. Pro sports better Rob Pozzola with Nick and Ken on You Better You Bet, live from Las Vegas.